so everybody welcome to today's show i am cody your caped crusader we're here we are here with two awesome individuals anthony and steve from deathless what is up guys welcome to the live show i was so excited uh to make the connection and to get you guys on coming hot off of a successful kickstarter as well so why don't you guys give us a little bit of a breakdown of who you are and uh we'll start breaking down the deathless as well I'm Anthony. Steven's my best friend. We host a podcast called We Have Issues every week. Uh, we've been making comic books together for, or trying to make comic books together for about 20 years. Ish. Yeah. It's been some time. I mean, not successfully. There was like, in most of the, you know, lack of success I was on trying, my trying, Steven. I feel like you're just like that. You're trying to push the way that I describe our friendship, and I don't appreciate your language. And yeah. Yeah, no, we've we've been trying and failing for a very long time. So we got together um, and, you know, we're both dads. We have very busy lives. And I was like, Steven, I think we should take one more shot at this. We can do this. And he was like, nay, I cannot. I failed. Nay. I was like, no, you believe in yourself. Like, I believe in you. And then, yeah, no. And I, I was I, Rocky. He was. Yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I was in the corner. Just like, you got this, Rock. You got one left. So, um. <laughs> How did you guys become friends? Let's let's start with the basics. Where did you guys even meet? So we met in high school and we were not friends when we first met. Nemesis. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if I were to break it down to like high school branding though. He's like, like I just all, wanted to break him. <laughs> and like, honestly, if we follow like the, the, the process, like I, as I became, as I listened to more of the, the different music I did like, you know, but anyways, we were just in different friend groups. Um, one of <laughs> Steven, <laughs> I moved here. I moved here in my senior year of high school and I had no friends. Let's my get the tea. Group, Let's get the tea. <laughs> so listen, I, I was basic. I was basically, um, you know, what's her, Rachel McAdams uh, from Mean Girls, and I had my crew, and then he Katie Herring me. Like he just came in and like, you know, took. took you're took you're like, you're like, who's this noob kid on the block? Like. <laughs> But yeah, it's it definitely started off. Um, yeah, we weren't we weren't friends. We like you know we he didn't do anything wrong. It was just you know us being a bunch of jerks to him. And then one one of our buddies, Mike, actually started like befriending him because they listened to similar music and stuff. And uh, they ended up you know going to the talent show and winning two awards in one night because he's an incredible acoustic guitar player. And, oh, okay. But but anyways, it, so after all of that kind of like washed out and like i basically put my metal phase behind me and started dyeing my hair black and listening to the used and stuff. no i'm just kidding but like, you're you're like let's make an acoustic band <laughs> and yeah so then eventually what happened was like we just we we all became friends and then anthony and i just became the best friends out of all of them that's so basically. awesome though dude that's such like the friendships like that you know the ones you don't expect are the ones that end up lasting the longest i mean you guys have been running this for quite some time i mean so what broke you two into comics what was like i guess the defining moment where you're like hey like i want to do this and you're like you know what dude i'm good at doing this too let's do this like what was that moment for you two well both Stephen and I draw, and but Stephen is always focused like so much more on drawing, and I've always preferred to write. So I was always I was kind of like, how can I get the most amount of stuff done? I I can't. It's taking me too long to draw stuff. I don't have confidence in my my art. Stephen's amazing. So I kind of like would pitch to Stephen like, hey, 
what if we work together and like I would write something, you draw it, and then that way we can both be working on something at the same time and get. New Steven, you are amazing. You are amazing. I will. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no. I still don't believe it when people say it, but <laughs> he's like, no, no, no. Not. <laughs> Steven has like super like Goku leveling up skills when it comes to drawing. Like, like, but he falls off so quickly, and he knows it. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Steven's drawing skills will seriously go from like nine thousand to like five if he gives it up for like a, a week. Like yeah, it's I crazy. have to stay on it. Yep. Yeah. And, so then, like, and, it, and that gets tough with the juggling of like music and things like that. Cause I have to basically keep myself in, tempered basically. Yeah. So, and not... go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so yeah, so that's, you know, that's how it happened as um, I was trying to you know, draw on the comics, but I wasn't really confident in my drawing, but I really wanted to tell the stories. And I saw Steven and I was like, he's getting better and better as he's trying, as long mm-hmm. as like you you know root for him basically so i was like steven, steven do you think you can do this and he's like no i can't do this and i was like steven you're the best believe in yourself steve like, it's like you have to put it, it it's like a very delicate process it's like you can't put something too easy but you, it can't be too hard too hard and i just throw throw in the towel too easy and i get yeah. bored so you have mm-hmm. to constantly like just feed me enough but like yeah. that's like how it definitely was early on like like uh with like Man, the, the absentees, I'm pretty sure it was three separate times we worked on the absentees, right? So Steven, Steven and I started working on comics together, like just after like just after high school, like we started working on comics together. We were like, I would write something, I'd give it to Steven and he'd be working like so hard on it for about a month. And he'd get a couple of, <laughs> he'd get like a, a he'd get a, some, some cool design stuff done, he'd get a couple pages done. And then he would feel comfortable. He'd be like, he'd, he'd like reward himself and be like, look how great I did with these two pages. That's great, right? And then he'd mm-hmm. slowly not do anything else. And then it was like, well, Steven, can we, like, you want to keep doing it? And then he, then it would become like a back and forth where, like, we're both young dudes who don't know how to, like, communicate that kind of stuff with each other. So it's like, I was probably pissing him off and he's pissing me mm-hmm. off. And we're just like, just going back and forth and just, yeah, so it just wasn't, wasn't working. How were you guys able to, I mean, because you guys, you know, are friends first and I'm sure this comes second. Like, your growth just together as you know artist writer how like what troubles and tribulations have you two like gone through you know from the various stages like throughout that well like he was saying like definitely i would say like our main issue was just me keeping pace basically like Mm -hmm. because um anthony would already have these huge worlds already built in his head he'd have the issue typically he would have issue one completely written and then like a whole arc ready or multiple arcs ready especially with like city on fire slash the absence and you're probably like dude like slow down please like give me some time (laughs) i was super stoked but then yeah then it's like um i don't know what it was like i i think it was well it was probably video games but like it was just like yeah like he was saying like i would kind of like satisfy that and i wasn't because like i feel like with anything even something that you enjoy doing it's still gonna feel like work it's not going to feel like you're living the dream a hundred percent of the time. And like when I was young, I just couldn't appreciate the fact that I was working towards something. I was only doing it when I felt like doing it, which is, I mean, you're never going to accomplish any project that way. Like it's just not going to happen. You know, you have to, you have to put blood, sweat and tears into it basically, you know? So like, that's definitely, I would say a bulk of it. That was like where like the, the, the failure was happening was on my end when it came to the artwork because Anthony always had, his side of everything ready so mm-hmm. so real quick we have uh amy long in the chat she says these two are the greatest creative couple uh she loves your process Amy's um, awesome. and, Amy's and the, yeah hey uh so man i love the energy you guys have it's just it's phenomenal so uh steve real quick though have you like have you gone through like imposter like syndrome like where you felt like oh 
I to to this day I still I, I so feel how like, do you work through that? Like, what gets you like just to like kind of just break through that? Um, well, I mean, like social media actually does kind of help because I can like present that to the world, like because I know I mean, well, if Anthony will will tell me if something looks off or something like that, but like when we hear it from like my wife or we hear it from the same people, it's hard to like really judge how well we're actually doing it. Am I pushing myself? Is this growing? Like, you know, like, is it like, was page two the best page I ever did? And I haven't topped it since or something like that, you know? So like posting it on Twitter and like seeing the results and seeing people like lose their, like, you know, freak out over it. It does like at least boost me. Like it's, I still feel like I don't belong in the industry. Uh, I mm -hmm. still feel like when I look at other comic book art, I feel like second rate, but I think that really is just my own. So I just basically barrel through it like I do everything Too else. Humble. Just... Too <laughs> humble. First is the worst, second is the best. You're, you're amazing. Deal with so it. what happened on page two? What happened? Like what? So page two is just like, for me, especially coming off of Play It Again and like even like the other issues or things we've done, there was probably only one other page that I've ever I'd ever drawn where I felt like it was like pretty like which is the one scavengers. page of the scavengers yeah, yeah. but mm -hmm. um it just had it had a lot of dynamics going on and a lot of things that I'd never really played with before like action lines which sounds crazy but I would never really like I would just you know I mean I was still able to storyboard but I never really put like those different effects in and those like those things and like it's just this huge it's this page of like you know, it's two top panels of this statue coming to life. And then the main splash is just this giant angel statue ripping his left hand off. Like, oh, that's brutal, and dude. So, yeah, and he's holding a sword. He just like slits a guy's throat. And it's like, oh, that is brutal, and, dude. And then the bottom panel is like a Spartan kick, like right after the guy's bleeding out behind. And it just it's very well placed. Everything's balanced and everything. It's everything's being told. And it's like, man, this page is going to be tough to top, you know, like throughout this whole book. But I've had a few good one since too i mean it's so, so what I, keeps you away from i guess following something similar to that like is it just stretching that comfort zone for you or he's like he, he made the whole goku reference which is like it's not really how i ever like perceived myself but like like i have been actually like trying to avoid being comfortable like i basically like especially now since i work digitally there's not so much punishment for failure so like when i would pencil a board like when i used to draw the 11 by on the 11 by 17 boards I would get my blues down and then I'd basically have to go with the flow. Whatever kind of came out of the pencil was what was going to be the art. So I could adjust if I mess. But like with the digital, I can really just sit there and like, like freak out over like what something is supposed to look like shrink heads, you know, move arms or adjust this. Like, cause I can see the flaws in the art. So like, it just gives me way more control. So like mm -hmm. I just intentionally like push myself on every page. Like when I start a page, I'm like, okay even though this is just him going to talk to his boss about about being yeah. late oh, yeah. i need to try to make this page as dynamic as possible and as you know as cool as possible to yeah. make it like feel energized so i just intentionally challenge myself basically so anthony what about you though uh being the writer you know what do you what do you have to do to push through it i mean do you go through that as well and let me ask you this as you know um i guess as someone who was an artist but you know steven you you, you felt was better how hard is it for you to to translate what you want drawn um to go with your writing um i do go through a lot of that uh i i tend to only write things that i want to read or that i enjoy anyway you know so like i'll hate myself until i love what i've written 
you know what I mean? so like the process can be kind of grueling at times but for the most part i'm just like i'll get through i'll get to the end of it and by the end by the time it's finished i enjoy what i've written i'm so i'm excited to send it off to steven so like that imposter syndrome isn't really there because then it's on steven to actually make it look like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah steven and it's all your fault if it doesn't if people don't like it the script was phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> and i think when it comes to even like concepts and stuff i feel like anthony um allows he he has like like a pie chart or like a, a pie slice of what what he needs that character to be his mm -hmm. ideal his ideal look is in the dead center of that slice of pie but if i'm somewhere in that frame of reference he, he's he's good with it that's you know so it's, it, that's like an awesome thing is that we do kind of have like that co-creation going on but i mean i still go to him like what do you need like for example oh. he noticed i didn't put glasses on douglas on a bunch of panels he's like no douglas needs his damn glasses i'm like okay you're right yeah yeah, yeah. so that's yeah, good so though uh to have that check in place though you know because mm -hmm. there i i can't tell you there's been a couple interviews i've done where people have said you know they they wish they had enough time to go back to fix this and you almost have that that editor like within him to kind of just keep you on check yeah we just go be able to go back and forth like all day basically uh I learned that too, because Anthony, how many pages did I draw of the older books where I would just draw a whole page, oh. five perfect pencils, and you'd be like, Steven, this panel though. <laughs> and like So yeah, one of our one of our you know our issues that we had early on and what I was kind of getting at before when I said we were just like two young guys trying to figure out how to navigate mm -hmm. those those words and that language together. And that's not hard it's not it's not an easy thing to do when, you know, it's like working with people is always gonna have those weird like conflicts and like dealing with confrontation is not easy and we were best friends you know but we've learned <laughs> we've learned to navigate it but early on what would happen is steven would throw his whole heart into something and, and then you'd be like bro sorry but know, yeah i'd be like yeah i'm so i know you worked on that. I, yeah so like but to look at someone and be like i know you worked on that for 12 hours but it's wrong and you're stupid and like <laughs> obviously i'd never say it like that but like but it sucked so you know we'd have to deal with that now it's um We've learned to kind of navigate, you know, through like our relationship, our friendship. Well, I'm sure digital makes it a lot easier. Dude, Steve, oh. how did that feel though? Doing like, because I'm sure it was every bit of like 12 hours. Like, how did that feel having to redo that? I actually remember the page and I think it was, I think it was the good page from Scavengers actually, yeah. because I remember retracing that whole thing. Yeah. And um, I mean, it sucked. But then again, like it was one of those things where like it really sucked to have to redo it. But then the page, once it was redrawn, was like perfect. And it, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, oh, all that time gone. But mm -hmm. where was that time going anyway? I mean, like, like that's basically like, I don't know. It didn't sharpen me, but yes. Well, I it, mean, I, I mean, <laughs> think about it though. You, you, you just said earlier, you, you wonder if you're ever going to be able to top that. I mean, mm -hmm. so and, that, and, that, and that was the page that was redrawn basically. But then think about like, like what really made it work. Cause back then I had a light table. So what I did was I would, you know, draw, sometimes I would draw a page a couple times actually yeah, just yeah, because like, because like i would like something but then i wouldn't like it's like i didn't have enough details so then i'd want to trace the whole thing again and again mm -hmm. so i can like you know it was like layered you know so that one was like one of those pages where it was so far along and then i changed a few things on it and then i was able to retrace over my already detailed art so then i'm adding more detail because i already know where you know the nipple yeah. is or whatever you know what i'm saying like there's like all the random things on the Weird body choice, but I I, out of, out of all the body parts I, is like I think, i'm thinking of the giant monkey man that's like <laughs> okay. you know smashing yeah. the page but um 
but yeah so like i mean like i said like and i don't know like i mean i, I, I three just, hours shading that nipple <laughs> it was the, the most nipple, realistic and then nipple like one hour on the rest <laughs> uh so we got some people in chat uh amy saying uh she abandoned editing for these guys tonight uh late finishing up episode 83 like congratulations on that guys uh, we'll get to that a little bit too um you have Sean in the chat saying you both have imposter syndrome hard, um, but they both are so talented, uh, which honestly, dude, I like, like I said, the second I looked into the campaign, I backed it. And then I was like, hey, you know, Anthony, like, what's up, dude? Like, let's talk. Like, let's get this done. Um, awesome. And then we have, we I'm really Dr. Dreidel. I'm Dr. Oh, Dreidel. What an awesome Dan, name. Right? Uh, what do you know? Steve's hair routine. I mean, I'm kind of jealous as well. Uh, and uh, why Mbop is the best song ever made? It's which I mean, <laughs> dude, when, when that when, when that song, I remember when that song came out, and it at the radio was you couldn't stop going Mbop. It was catchy. Yeah, well, um, the entire song is just spitting hard truths at us. Yeah, I mean, it's like a really the lyrics are beautiful. I, yeah, song, and I don't know why anyone would. Ever you guys play it on acoustic, don't you? There, of course we do. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, that's, that's our opening song, for, like shit. Uh, Doctor Dreidel, I, yeah, Mr. Doctor Dreidel. Dude, that's a fucking fantastic name too, Doctor Dreidel. Like, oh my god, it dude. is like really. I, actually, I didn't even see. I didn't even see the pun there, but I totally do now, and that's great. Oh my god, dude. So, um, let's 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 start breaking into what we're here for. Uh, Deathless issue one. Um, fantastic job, by the way. You guys successfully uh, funded that campaign. 75 uh, backers uh, at a total of 4,475. So, wow. How did that feel for you guys? I mean, um, is how many six uh, campaigns have you gone through so far on Kickstarter? This is our second one, right? Second so, one. And the first one was, uh, uh, they were both successful in the first day. So I, I almost feel spoiled. Like, like there was never like the nail biting when it came to mm -hmm. the Kickstarter. Um, yeah, we reached over 100% within hours on both campaigns. So yeah, we're super thankful and like, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> wow, the people, dude. the people come to bat for us for sure. Yeah. So, something went into that. What I mean, you guys, what, what did you do? Like, you know, did you street team? I mean, did you have this campaign out months before for people to check out? Like, what oh, went yeah. into that? Not even a little bit. It was only the it was um, Twitter and the podcast. I had the idea that um if if steven and i kept ourselves accountable via a podcast and every week just put ourselves out in front of the people and said hey this is what we're trying to do watch us do it um instead of showing people like a magic trick and just like pulling a rabbit out of the hat they just watched the entire process and saw a struggle and saw us going through it and they thankfully were there for us once we we succeeded you know yeah. and i think that mm -hmm. like they a lot of people felt the same rewarding feelings that we felt when we got to the end of that project and we were ready to throw it out and you know let people actually see the thing we were working so hard on and that's you know so that's helped so i mean our podcast worked really well for bringing people so to let, us as friends let's go ahead and like start breaking into that though uh let, let you know start i guess by uh giving us the name of your podcast you know what you guys do on it you know obviously you know you talk about your show but like i the the guts of it you know let's uh let's start digging into that well i'm anthony and i'm stevie <laughs> wildcard hey, and, every week, stevie wildcard and i get together and we do our best to, to take our issues and no so we we take our various life issues um and we talk about them and we you know we, we don't let them control us we do our best to get things done and we forgive ourselves when we fail um but every week uh we just talk about what goes into the work that we're doing you know we talk about the comic book that we're making and everything that we think about that you know just distracts us along the way and 
that's it. That's the, what the podcast is. So then we, so we talk about what we've done. We talk about mm -hmm. what got in the way, and then we make a plan for the following week every week. Yep. So has this podcast been around for uh, your other comics as well, or did this start like with the idea of Deathless? It actually started with it started with a uh, play. So basically, the birth of this podcast was like Anthony was going to do an I have issues, and. But then he's like, oh, it would just be better if I could bounce things off of somebody and like talk to somebody. And he had this like idea going for like, what if we started up a, like our comics again and we can, you know, we can have, we have issues. We talk about our comic. I can get Steven on board. It, and to go back to what we were talking about with like, you know, having those tough conversations and things like that, like this podcast, like was like this, like it was like opening the door so everyone can look in and he knows me, you know, like I'm, if I feel the pressure, it's like the perfect level of pressure. So like, it was me having to like make promises and do things and ke it keeps me like structured. So like, that's what, basically the origin of the whole idea. And it was, it was on his, on his behalf. And he just, he actually has the message and it's printed and played in the back of play it again. But uh, the message he <laughs> sent me, like saying that we should start the podcast and we should do this every week and work on these goals, this and that. And then that was basically the birth of it, which was now almost two years ago, right? In August, it'll be two years yeah it's crazy dude yeah hell yeah we got amy uh saying she was excited to be part of the deathless kickstarter it's going to be awesome and then sean saying uh laughing at you guys doing the podcast intro as well <laughs> um so yeah 83 episodes that is so awesome and you guys are going to continue to do to obviously probably do this with every comic as well right yep yeah. uh so it's it's basically just like a documentary of our lives in yeah, the, yeah. this part of our lives basically i was gonna say it's pretty it's pretty genius on like so many different like dimensions not only you know for anthony to put the gas to you you know because you work well under pressure but also like building that rapport building that relationship uh with your community i mean essentially you know you're, you're building an audience because they're watching you do this but they're also feeling you know what you're feeling like you know you're struggling not you know because the thing about social media is we all can get on social media and pretend to have perfect lives mm -hmm. we all you know you just want to only show the good pictures um i think showing that side of you where it's not picture perfect is where people relate because that's we deal with that almost on a daily basis you know so i think that is like genius i think that you know i awesome you know that's kudos because like it worked you know you guys killed your campaigns in both days i mean now outside of the podcast though what 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 like would you say are like some of the 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 good like practices or standard practices that maybe you tried that that someone could benefit uh with their campaign so what do you think i think campaign wise like we were kind of like lightly talking about I like what I've seen personally, like at least from illustrators and like, you know, people that are like producing stuff is like, they don't have any sort of like, like presence anywhere. Like they just, they, and honestly, it's, it's horrible to say, but like those, like those groups where there's other artists and other illustrators are the worst place to try to sell your own Kickstarter because they're all a bunch of, it's all the same, all the fish are trying to sell the same thing, yeah. you know? So like, um, so like I noticed that they don't they just don't have any sort of presence or like they're they're not I don't know like you just have to like get out there and put who you are out there because like go ahead Anthony if you want to take over because oh, like no well um I think like to what's to what Steven's saying um when you go on social media or at least what's worked for us and definitely what's worked for me is when I go on social media instead of constantly trying to just sell my book and get that in front of people is to be a person get people <laughs> to know who I am and be yes. a person so then you become friends with people because you actually want to support your friends you yeah. know like 
you know, one of one of my favorite things that we've done on our podcast is meet new creators and help them with their Kickstarter cam- Kickstarter campaigns. You know, like just this month, we've we've like promoted you know three different campaigns and so far two of them have been successful one of them so how do you guys uh promote them on your show like do you have them come on and they 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 talk about it oh we have a couple of times mostly what we'll do is we'll either ask people to send us like a promo or i'll just cut a promo for people and just be like i'll or like i'll talk about it like we're talking now like right now uh there's a kickstarter campaign called for a comic book called baylor issue two Um, yeah dude so so baylor issue two i was supposed to interview them uh what was it saturday and we had something come up uh and we were, I think we were supposed to reschedule today, but then I ended up getting my kid early today. So, you know, and you guys have children too. So um, I definitely yeah. want to talk on that aspect as well. <laughs> um, I mean, how has, um, yeah, but I, I need to check out Baylor too, because man, that looks phenomenal. And I think I talked to the artist in a space yesterday too. So it was, yeah, it was an awesome cool. thing. They look cool. They seem like really cool people. They're trying really hard and they're so, dude, cool. like we're getting And you imagine like, a dollar for dollar, dude, you are a beast. And they're freaking they're this close, man. They're this freaking close. I just want them to get it. And like, they only have a couple hundred dollars left. Like if anyone out there just wants to throw $5 at them, they have 60 hours to go, go, just go support Baylor. I already backed them. I already backed them. But um, <laughs> yeah, I see, I seen your post where you're like, I'm matching it like dollar for dollar for up to like what? 300. I was like, dude, dude, yeah. this guy is like doing it. And huh. it's that effort right there. That's what I'm doing too. You know, um, yeah. I have, I have indie creators come on here and I believe I need to put my money where my mouth is. And like, I need to back projects. You know, I think I've backed maybe 14 or 15, uh, so far, but I've done 21 interviews, you know? Um, yeah. and th- I, that is the biggest way I think you need to like, kind of break into it. You need to introduce who you are. Like, that's what I do on mine too. I just started that Twitter, uh, not, not too long ago, but I try to let people know that this is what I do, but this is who I am too. You know, I, I'm a dad. Um, you know, I, you know, I like video games, like, you know, I like things outside of comics, like, you know, Mm -hmm. because, um, people like buying from people they're friends with because that comfortableness, you know, you're more likely to buy from from someone that you're comfortable with and you're more likely to want to see them succeed too, you know, because you want your friends to succeed. That's absolutely it. You know, like there's, I mean, with the internet, I mean, with social media, with all these things, like. (laughs) <laughs> I'm so sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Anthony edits those out just so you yeah, just so you were clear. If you if you've never heard that horrible sound on our podcast, it's thanks to that beautiful man over there because he's probably edited out hundreds of Mike Stan rockings. But anyways, um, I'm gonna do like fund me for a new mic. We we're doing it. Of you just drumming on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like. Oh, where was I? See, I, the mic, the mic stand, the social media friends, but like just making those honest connections anyway, because like, yeah, the social media, it's so flooded that like, there's no way that you can possibly now, even if there's the most amazing, incredible idea in the entire world. And I, I would love and read every second of that book. It's never going to reach my hands with, with how much the internet is just flooded with. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just impossible. It's like, it's over saturation of content. I would have never probably seen deathless if it wasn't the fact that me and Anthony became friends. Exactly. Um, and like, you know what I mean? That's, it's important. Like it's important to make those connections because you know, we're not really, we're not as active, you know, I mean, some of us are, but we're not like super, like, especially at our age range, we're not as actively going out and meeting people anymore. So yeah. social media is how we kind of meet friends and meet acquaintances and meet people again, you know, mm-hmm. because kids <laughs> yeah and the thing is like like you were saying you could have gold and people aren't going to know about it yeah um like you know i've interviewed uh people who have fantastic books but the sad realization is they they don't have the reach that like someone on dc does so the audience you know they they won't reach that level of audience like unless like 
more people like me like give them that that footing to kind of just mm -hmm. like shout their stuff to the heavens and that's what i really pride myself on i really i love like this type of stuff because like you guys have to work five times harder than anyone at dc and marvel because like you're building your brand you know what i mean mm -hmm. you don't have a marvel or dc label to kind of you know get on the comic shelf and be like oh well i'll check this out it's from dc like you have to put that work out there and it's just it's crazy like you guys do have the footwork uh social media presence like it dude it's just it's yeah it's phenomenal and it's just it's insane to hear that you guys funded this so quickly like i'm still getting over the the podcast that was such a brilliant idea to do and it works well because not only you know are you able to like help promote your book but it's content that you guys create together you know mm -hmm. yep. and we're and we're like i mean we share a lot of stuff on that podcast it's not like it's like this like um it's about how i killed the guy with my mind it's yeah he, he literally killed someone with a telekinesis bullet basically but like yeah like we do share a lot of stuff because it we 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 just try to be ourselves like we're not trying to pretend to be something else or anything like this is just who we are we're gonna just be two friends having an amazing conversation with each other and we're gonna publish it and you're gonna try to keep on you to keep us accountable to get these things done yeah yeah so what is deathless you know let's start breaking actually into that i keep getting off tangent but like the energy and just the conversation is just too good not to tap into <laughs> so what is deathless what sprung the idea of deathless you guys have been doing this for 20 years so like what kind of like cultivated into this yes steven what's what's our book about so so play it again was a very <laughs> very like in-depth personal story for anthony like it was it was him burying like this this painful moment in his life like for good basically so like coming off the cusp of like such an emotional and like it was a draining book like i mean like this man like like he went through like like because like i mean i talked to anthony every day like this man went through a lot to like write that story and revisit those moments because that story is like you know 90 percent true so like um coming off of that we basically while we were kind of like approaching our first kickstarter um for, for play it again which was in march of 2021 wow so crazy how past time goes that january we did kind of a little like ebenezer scrooge like joke like past present and future like how we failed in the past was an episode present and then for the future episode, that's cool yeah, yeah dude what we're doing in the present and then for the future episode what we did was is we decided to i would we had i had two ideas anthony had two ideas and we would pitch them to the people that listen to our podcast and whichever one won the poll was the project we were going to work on and anthony had this amazing idea for deathless which i mean he can take over and describe hey it. real deathless quick i'm supposed to say uh sink, sink pickle be praised sink, sink pickle be praised is was that but from dr dreidel or was that dr from... dreidel uh mr law said it first though mr but I, I wasn't sure yeah i wasn't sure what it was but then someone said it again i was like this has to be something with them shannon sink pickle <laughs> so what's the sink pickle let's hear it uh so well, so Shannon worked at this place and she basically took a, do you want to know about St. Pickle? I'll tell, them, I'll tell them the don't make it weird lore if they need it. But yeah, let's hear it. Let's make it weird. So Shannon, Shannon, uh, someone from Twitter, she's awesome. Her and Anthony hate each other. Um, she, like really she, hate each other? No, it's yeah. like this weird, oh. it's like this weird like Twitter joke rivalry thing. I'm I gotcha. Sure. I gotcha. Well, they, they, neither one of them has ever said it was a joke, but like the, the, you know, they, they the kind of hate each other. But if they had to save each other, they would. I don't think she would. I think she. Like, oh, you know, oh, oh. he would he, murder me right yeah, away. I think if, like, <laughs> if, he was hanging, if he was hanging from a cliff, he would have his finger stepped on. Like but, yeah, yeah. Oh, if it was like me, if she's holding me put out on the finger, nothing with the other hand, she'd let me go. Is all about <laughs> <laughs> All right, so maybe not so much on her end. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So she. I, mean, I she, love her. 
What did you do, dude? <laughs> Damn. It's just, it's just it's just the nature of their relationship. Yeah. But like, yeah, uh, sink pickle in 10 seconds. Uh, Shannon got a new job. The guy she was replacing lived on site or nearby. Um, there was a sink pickle. There was a pickle in the sink that had been there for months and continued to be there long after the guy left. Right. I believe that's that's like the abridged version of sink pickle. Right? That's also, awesome, though. I love stories like that. It is, yeah, it's a miracle, a miraculous pickle. It's a miraculous. It's a weird podcast. Did it start as like a cucumber and then turn into the pickle? Maybe. Did it? Brian itself is a good question. I'm I'm unsure of that. Like, is it a sink cucumber? I mean, well, what came first? Did did the sink cucumber like fall in the sink and then three days later come back as sink pickle? That's the question. You know, did we just start lore? I think yeah, we well, did. These answers and more could be found on the Don't Make It Weird podcast. Yeah, Don't Make It Weird podcast <laughs> is great oh, for things like this. But also on Twitter. But yeah, no, Death I want to check this out, dude. That like this is like my type of shit. So yeah, let's oh, do no, it. Oh no, they're great. If, if, yeah, they're amazing. All, uh, yeah, we we've, we had them on our show. They also have helped us out in an episode when Stephen was sick. They played a uh, Stevie Wildbot and did a fantastic job. So it was great. It's great stuff. They're really good friends of ours, for sure. Dude, no, I'm going to have to definitely check them out. And yeah, uh, I have no problem, too. Uh, when this is post-edited, uh, I'll put uh, all the respective links. So far, I think I just have your guys's, uh I have Steve. I have your Instagram and Twitter. And then I have your <laughs> newsletter and your Twitter, Anthony. Oh, cool. Okay. Do the people... Because I, I just PSN? took a stab at what seemed like it was, like, the most, like, important. That works. Um, you, guys, you guys are pretty hard to find, though. I, like Steve, I had to ask him for your last name. I was like doing my best investigative work. I was like, his last name is nowhere to be found. Oh no, it isn't really. It's Todd, everybody. T O D. I know, I know. I mean, I was like, wow, I was not expecting Todd. I thought it was going to be something sure, like. Make sure you get the right Stephen Todd because my dad's my dad's name is Stephen Todd, and he is he, he, he. I love him, but he is not a good person, ladies and gentlemen. Stay <laughs> far, far away from Stephen Todd. Stephen. Steven. No one's asking to throw Stephen Todd under the bus. <laughs> yeah, I'm Stephen Todd Jr., right? Nope. So, uh, yeah, let's get back to uh, Deathless, though. Um, we, so, we, yeah, uh, yeah. The, yeah, the sink pickle um, threw us so off, then, but so I had to bring Death, it up. Deathless won the poll, and then Anthony had this amazing idea for Deathless, and you can easily take it from here, Anthony. Steven, that was beautifully obfuscated. Like, you just circumvented explaining what Deathless was about so perfectly and then threw my own thing back to me when I was trying to throw it to you initially. And I don't love this plus I love you. <laughs> you know, I, I love seeing that because your guy's like, I don't, here, I'm going to pass the ball to him real quick. Yeah, I was trying, I was trying to just like throw my hands up. Anyway, well, Deathless <laughs> is a supernatural action comedy comic um, about a man who becomes possessed by a supernatural entity that has one job and it's to stop this evil from attaining power so this ancient entity enters this man and he wants it to be gone but the only way for him to get rid of it and to be you know live his normal life is to fulfill the mission of this entity mm -hmm. um so it's it's a pretty it's it's a mostly silly comic it's very um funny but the idea started because so or the, the book opens up like years and years ago forever ago there's a, a cult trying to just harness this power they're all holding these gems and they're like summoning <laughs> this, this like ancient evil you know like the most mm -hmm. like stereotypical tropey so it's a like, bunch of jafars just a bunch, a bunch of jafars, of jafars standing oh, around the statue. So, so, like, we're, gonna, we're gonna harness this power 
So they're, they're, you know, as the power is like, you know, it's coming into them, they're all, you know, gaining this glory and they're going to attain this greatness. Um, one of the people among the cult, you know, one of the people in the enclave, they're like, this is a bad plan. Like, this never works out for anyone. We can't do this. Like, if we if we have this power, we're going to we're going to abuse it. We're going to murder people. Like, mm-hmm. this is what are we doing? So what he does is he casts this spell and he's just like, it's a, it, he, he puts all of his energy into this, his stone, and he casts a spell to protect people from that power that's coming to life. That's um, awesome, though. And when he does it, um, so what he does is he can he attaches this protection spell to that evil power spell. So throughout time, anytime anyone tries to harness that power, a guardian is formed. And okay. the first time it happens, the guardian is awakened in this awesome um, angelic statue. So it comes to life. The statue comes to life, and it just myrtleizes everyone. It just kills the entire cult, dude. It, it, like the most violent ways possible, too. Like. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I'm it's pretty sure one of them he snaps their neck with the stump of his fist. Like where the so, this is terrible. <laughs> when you uh, so funny, but um, so when you so, gave Steven the story, like, or do you have more to talk about? I mean, I, I was gonna get to so so basically what happens? So the statue once it completes its mission, that entity within the statue fades, the statue crumbles, and it mm-hmm. goes away. That happens throughout time. Anytime any group comes together to try to harness this power, so the first time in eons they like in a forever someone tries to harness the power again it's in modern times but there's no statue for the entity to take you know to you know to take over and to possess so rather than possessing some sort of like strong entity that's made to do battle or anything like that it goes into the body of a nobody just a regular mild-mannered dude you know so then it's um it's it kind of has to work with his like gross meat form and like, save the day that way yeah fine and then it turns out that the entity can control the man's body when he goes to sleep at or at night when he goes to sleep. So. Whenever he's unconscious, basically he gets full reign of the body. So dude, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, what? That, that seems like some uh, a little bit of Moon Knight influence. Like what? Influ- uh, what? Like what, no, what kind of inspiration? Have... He's like, I've heard there's a bunch. It pisses me off. Like I. <laughs> Because I'd never even heard of Moon. Like I, I mean, I've seen it. Like, like, dude, the only the only thing I've ever known about Moon Knight is like the Dracula thing. Like the like Dracula, you have my money, or like you stupid nerd or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. That meme of, of Moon Knight. That was it. So I was like, when I and I saw Moon Knight coming, I was like, I'll watch this. And I watched. It, I was like, Steven, this is kind of similar. I mean, there are so many differences. So I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, but I was the, just like, God, you know. The big I mean, the like, big thing uh, I guess to acknowledge though is like, it's hard to do something that hasn't. I guess like you're not doing moonlight but it's hard to do something that isn't similar you know what i mean because so much has been oh, done yeah. there's the comics have been around for oh, yeah. 70 years maybe more i mean yeah, dude I mean, like there are, there are elements of like the like the deadpool like mental bifurcation like yeah. venom having like the symbiosis you know like like there's always i mean that's what's going on in our book is like there are two characters at odds with one yeah other, yeah 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 within one character you know so if it was um, a moon Knight, what what made you go that route though like what what like made you want to do that where you know it, it was just happening to him when he was falling asleep um well i thought it would be funny <laughs> well it's, yeah it, well, the, so, so the thing is um it's not just happening when he to him when he goes to sleep when he's most of the comic is when he's awake mm-hmm. um but he has to come to terms with the mission of the thing within him because the only way to get rid of it and live his normal life is to fulfill this creature's mission. You know, it's like, so. yeah, yeah. he realizes like when he's awake, he's not a fighter. Like the, he's not going to suddenly snap <laughs> out of it and like, like black out and become mm-hmm. like a jujitsu fighter or anything. He just has to like stumble through this, but he's nigh invulnerable because of the thing inside of him. Yeah, so he yeah. realizes. So and like, like, I kind of viewed it too, like as 
he's his own nerves and stuff like you're saying his own nerves are holding back deathless from striking as hard as he can when he is unconscious you know deathless is still ever present even when he's awake like constantly in his ear constantly in his head talking to him so and yeah i mean that's so, basically what it is steve when you heard this the script this idea what was your first thought and like how'd you go about drawing it you know when you heard it like what went into your head and then how were you like okay this is gonna be the style that i draw it in um i i didn't like so i believe the first couple pages they're really i did a quick concept where he kind of like gave me some ideas of actors that he kind of liked and things like that so i did some concept work and then but i really only drew the the four roommates uh barreled who everyone's gonna get to know at some point and uh, uh, amy actually said barreled in, in the chat too so that's funny I, I have a barrel right here. This is the cool part. This was one of the Kickstarter rewards. I actually had- Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. That's barreled from Deathless, but- um, so, <laughs> Wait, Steven, so in, the, so in the comic, what happens is it's modern times and it's a group of like these kind of misfit gothy people who, you know, mm -hmm. listen to music like Steven and I listen to. And <laughs> it's but, us. Yeah, it's us. But they discover this um, silly ritual online. They kind of perform it ironically. And they have like these stones, but they need, you know, five people around this pentagram to do it. But they only have, you know, the four people. So what they do is they take a stuffed bear and they just put it in one of the, That's the, so cool. of the stone. And so when the ancient power, like the evil power starts like filling all the characters, this bear comes to life and sort of becomes this like giant terrible monster. unicorn monster teddy bear unicorn so what, 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 what type of music do you guys like then i know you guys just brought that up i gotta ask well th these guys right here for sure uh, the deer hunter uh coheed and cambria is like my favorite band of all time i mm -hmm. only listen to black eyed peas <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding 2000, 2005 steven called <laughs> he wants, yeah, he's, he's, he's he like fergie only please but uh yeah like kohi uh back in the day like you know when the when the, the scene was you know blossoming i was definitely into like the used uh silverstein senses fail from mom to ashes from oh my god dude so you would shit guess what my first concert was taste of chaos baby oh dude taste, taste of chaos 2012 got to see the used in my chemical romance do a duet of under pressure oh dude that's amazing Man. see yeah. we the taste of chaos uh show we went to my chemical romance had prior engagements so they they didn't go to our show so i net and i never got to see my chemical romance I, that was my time to see my come up on the bill. My uh, kill switch engage under oath, yep. uh, yep. static lullaby, uh, sense of fail. Yes, oh, dude, dude. <laughs> it was a static lullaby, dude. Like, I was so trained, girl pants up. Yes, dude, it was a, it was a blast, man. It really was. But <laughs> the fact that my come up canceled at the St. Pete show, listen, Gerard, I'm coming for the comic book industry, and you're gonna perform an acoustic set for me once we're once we're co workers, okay, buddy? You owe it to me. You know, you he actually, it. dude, how do you guys feel about him going out and doing? his own thing too he actually what That's scripted uh, doom patrol oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah but, i have his doom patrol it's so good and then dude, uh the I, umbrella academy's the umbrella uh academy, yeah That's phenomenal him. dude phenomenal hey, he's really great i mean he he has like grant morrison vibes to him like mm -hmm. he touches on a lot of cool themes that other you know that you don't see often you know? so uh like, are, are you a you a movie buff as well oh yeah we love I mean, yeah, I, that, I that looks like he loves him more but i definitely love i, I was gonna say that is that a no country for old men behind you Yes. I yeah. was gonna say, yeah, right. dude. I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, right there. Yeah. I was like looking. Yeah, I, I was like, I, I want to ask. I was like, but I don't want to seem like a jackass on stream. 
Oh, No Country for Old Men and Evil Dead 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear? And Reanimator, uh, uh, Monster Squad. Uh, these are comic books from The Lost Boys. I don't know if you guys have ever seen The Lost Boys, but if you haven't, you should watch it. Old oh, Lost Boys. Old oh, Lost Boys too. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Steve and I, like, one of the foundations of our friendship was uh, we both just bonded over our mutual love and adoration for Lost Boys. And then it, we, so much so that it became the, like, crux of our 50th episode of our podcast. We, In fact, dude, if, you let's go. if you haven't seen our, if you remember the song Cry Little Sister from the Lost Boys, we actually did, like, a, like a, punk, like a punk cover of it. It's around, <laughs> you go down in our, like, YouTube yeah. like channel around Steven, episode Steven. no no don't be humble steven and i did an awesome pop punk like rendition of cry little sister and we sent it to g tom mac and he thought it was dope and he loved which was it. awesome the original dude, yes. the creator of the song yes, like, dude. It. It, i think he retweeted it too didn't yeah. he I don't, yeah that's i was so, so awesome. excited did you that. hear uh they're supposed to have uh ash uh be i think uh, uh an evil doctor strange variant yeah I really yeah it makes sense it has raimi right sam raimi's directing it yeah yeah dude that would be cool though. That that'd that be would really be really cool. cool. I love you. So okay, let, let's. I man, I keep. I like, like I said. I I, I originally <laughs> when I was telling these guys, I was like, it's gonna be like two bros just talking about comic book, and like that's what we're, we're just broing out and getting off the subject. So uh, with Deathless, um, we got the the idea of the uh, the script behind the story. Um, where are we gonna see you know this issue go? Like how many issues uh, do you have in mind? You know, like the arcs. Like where are we gonna see the storyline go? You're thinking like four to five, right, Anthony? I believe. Yeah, is what you're I mean, we'd like to do more, but we're trying to do like a finite story. So, it, you know, just like essentially a mini series. You mm -hmm. know, so we're probably going to end up doing five is what I imagine we're going to do. I think that would make it the best story. But so, that's our plan. Where do you guys see yourself going after Deathless then? A well, vampology, yeah. Steven. We're doing a vampology. We're gonna do a Let's vampology. do it. <laughs> so what's what's that going to be about though? Let's break it down. Like, what's the so, idea? What's the premise? I mean, not all of the stories are going to be in there like this, but we have a segment on we have issues called uh, pitches get stitches, and it's basically Anthony's <laughs> like fantastic brain is just conjuring up these like silly, amazing like pun title based ideas, but also just great ideas too. Um, for vamp, ninety percent of the time they're vampire stories. So we have pitches get stitches, where Anthony basically the format is he's feeding me this story. And sometimes you'll see me realize the pun that's coming. I'm like, like putting the math together and like every time Steven, and then he hits you with the title and it's just this amazing pun. And so, yeah, we basically have this idea because there's a few ideas we have that are kind of fun, kind mm -hmm. of cool. And we were thinking like, instead of doing like um, a bunch of comics, we can do like a bunch of like nine to 10 page short stories in like a vampology. And it would just be all these cool little tales from the podcast or what else that he has written. So so can we get a taste of uh, one of those bad puns then? Ooh, what's a good one, Anthony? What's a good? I mean, uh, we can do the one really quick. Um, I mean, he's like, he's like, I, if I have to. Anthony's got a memory like a steel trap. It's insane. Like this man is. This man we is. Have, we have so many. Um, but okay, so there's one where a a, a guy a, a guy gets dumped by his girlfriend. He's essentially like living out of his car, and he's just like, I just don't understand what happened. Like, what's going on? So he calls his friend, which would be Steven, you know, and he just calls his friend. He's like. <laughs> He's like, listen, I, I, I don't know what happened. Everything was going really well. I think something's going on. Maybe someone's feeding her drugs. Like, like I don't understand. I, I just, will you just come hang out with me? Like, we have to figure this out. And he's like, his best friend's like, look, I have a family, but I'm there for you. Like, if you need yeah. me, I'm there. You know, so he, he goes and he gets in his friend's car. They drive. He's like, look, we're just going to park outside of her house where my house was. She just kicked me out. I just want to understand <laughs> what's going on, you know? So 
they're outside of the house. They're kind of, they order a pizza. They're sitting there together and they're just talking about the breakup and about everything that's going on. And they, they watch someone pull up. And when they get out, it's like this mysterious creep, you know, person's like, but it doesn't look like just a person. Like something's mm -hmm. wrong. Something is amiss, you know? <laughs> and they, they see it go in and then this, you know, someone else comes up and then they watch this guy get murdered in front of them by a vampire. And like, what the fuck? What? Yeah, and they're like, freaking out, you know? And so when they freak out, the creature turns to them and like comes over and just like crushes part of the car and they can't go, they can't move, they can't go, you know, go anywhere. And the creature mm -hmm. tries to get in the car, but he can't because the guy lives in the car now. It's his home. Has it's to be invited, so in. invited in. <laughs> no, the vampire has to be invited in, right? Is that a so, thing with vampires though? Oh yeah. yeah. They, they have, have to, to be invited, invited in. in. Make sure yeah. you don't have a welcome mat, buddy. Oh, exactly. man. So, so they can't get in the car. They're like, oh. So now these two guys are stuck with like this vampire-like shark that's circling the car. And you know, they're just, they have to try to figure <laughs> out how to get out of the situation, if they can make it till daybreak. Um, and the vampire's sitting there trying to like, mesmer like mesmerize them, do whatever it can. And they have to find a way to um, figure out how that affected uh, the guy's breakup and how to get out of that situation. And they're there all night to figure it out and crack that case. And it's called Stakeout. Stakeout. Like a oh, steak I like fucking a love it, dude. That is <laughs> silly as fuck. I love it, man. Oh, man. You can really tell you guys really bonded over Lost Boys, too, with the vampires themes and everything. Oh, yeah. um, what's that yeah. Quentin Tarantino movie? That, um, yes, dude. Uh, when Great they movie. survived because of the, the sunlight and everything. Oh, man. Okay. Fucking awesome. Vampires. So, like How many minutes movie? is like first like 20 30 minutes of that movie is just a bank robbing movie and then Yeah, dude, it gets so oh, serious and then it's like a B-rated fucking horror. It's crazy. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so, dude, we've been chatting for an hour. Holy shit. Let's uh let's go ahead and start I guess uh rating it back in. So, with the death list with your Kickstarter, you know, uh you guys killed it. What was some of the tiers you saw the most success with? Well, probably physical copies, right? Yeah, the physical copy. Everyone wanted a physical copy of the book for sure. Like that was like far and away like the most popular. I was surprised that we like so many people wanted to be in the book. Like yeah. hey, you know, if we have the opportunity next time, I'll open it up to for more more uh, background characters if possible. You know. Like, so how book, how did how did you end up uh, putting people in into the book? You said um, uh, the, you like draw them in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which is yeah. super which is super convenient for us because normally when some comic book creators are running kickstarters they're paying an artist to do it but we're just we're just a entity you know so sorry i i slowed i slowed the drop of the it's all right hey, at this point it's almost like you know a nice little like sound effect for us you know <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna edit in a symbol at the end like a little hi-hat but yeah no like we can literally add people in on the fly because of our our process so like he doesn't have to send you know, there's nothing, none of that. So it, it, it is actually really easy just to incorporate people into the book. Like so how much was that tier then? Ooh, what was it? 200? Yeah. Either two or two. Yeah, that, that's actually a pretty good price too. Um, yeah. That's not too bad yeah. at all. And, and your physical copy, what uh, a signed copy was 20. Uh, the the 15, the regular one was 15. Mm -hmm, Digital yeah. was five too. That was a fantastic price as well. I mean, it looked like you guys definitely had like awesome goals, awesome, uh, you know pledges um everything as a whole like what advice would you give someone out there like to do i mean I, it sounds like your podcast like helped you oh, tremendously yeah. like just like get getting that crowd formed but i guess for someone who doesn't have that you know and right. someone who who's not in the market i guess to make their own podcast because so, there are people out there who just don't have the time what would you i guess advise them you know on how to do it you know how to build that social media presence i know you reflected on it a little bit more uh, earlier but I guess like to condense it again, um, 
and, and, and tips for them to kind of succeed? I think for for a majority, because I'm assuming a majority of people that are running Kickstarters are the writers, right? I would think. Um, so the writers probably, I mean, like writing community has been amazing to you, like and amazing all around. So like getting into like different writing communities like that, for sure. So what would be um, like some of the communities that, that you would say would ha have helped you or you would recommend would be something would be viable for someone, Anthony? Yeah, um, definitely the writing community on Twitter is so Twitter. welcoming. And I, but I, I think it's it's really about um, the context, like how you go about it, like we were saying earlier. I think that, you know, where a lot of people will focus on just, just sending links out over and over and over, um, that's not necessarily the content that people are on Twitter to consume, you yeah. know? So, I mean, that's why, like, you see these posts of, like, silly jokes and, like, random thoughts and, like, you know, silly, like, ridiculous opinions going viral all the time. Um, those are things that people are on Twitter for. So, uh, dude, your Twitter is fire too. Like, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but like, it, 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 I was right. looking at it and like every post has just an outrageous amount of likes. I'm like, dude, this this dude is like just a magnet right now. He's it, he's hilarious. You know, <laughs> dude, it is dude, for real. I don't well, like mine is it's it's like hot and cold. I don't know. It goes back and forth, but um, I but like anything else, it's um. It's a lot of just saying the things that I want to say, even if it has an audience of two people. And like some of my posts, like will get a huge amount of like, you know, just attention. Mm -hmm. Like all these people are engaging with it. And that's not even necessarily the post that I thought was the best that day, you know? Like, like, yeah, yeah, some, yeah. I, like very often I'll post something. I'm like, oh, this is going to, dude, I will tell you, I'm sorry to bring this up, people. I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing it. I am mad. I am straight mad at the world because like, <laughs> like hang on. Within within like two minutes of Will Smith's hand moving across Chris Rock's face, I was like, oh, huh, I got it. I was like, I got it. I was like, Chris Rock has fresh prints on his face. And, and, I was like, and nothing. <laughs> I was like, nothing. Like no one nothing. cared. No one Cricket. cared. Enough. And dude, you made no a post so, something like some deep thought like thing, and I, yeah. I was right. I was like, wow, this, this guy had no some crazy words. It's like forty likes. When I was like, damn. <laughs> It's, it's like crazy. multiple syllables like let's go yeah. <laughs> no it's, it's, it's crazy but like i think i think that's the thing is like i i'm I, like i said to you earlier when you were, we were talking about like my name and stuff and i was like honestly i'm not so concerned with that sort of branding like as far as long as people know where to find me and know what podcast i'm on they're like it's fine you know so because how'd like, you break out of your show i guess like like what what got you to where you're at right now like when you first got on twitter and when you first started doing this like what did oh, you do to kind of like, you battled crickets for a long time didn't no, you so, yeah so like as far as i'm concerned like i i'm sure a lot of people were exactly in the the boat that i was in for a long long time where it was like i was posting things actually i'll give you i'll give you an example like um today i posted a thing where i said um what is molly short for is it mollison <laughs> yeah, is it dude, yeah like something like that okay you can Google, you can like go on Twitter and search those, like almost those exact words. I wrote that in like 2017 or something and it had zero comments and zero likes. And then I posted it today and it gets like 60 people engaging with it and just like commenting and like, you know, interacting with me mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And it's like, some of that's just the luck of the freaking algorithm draw, you know? And it's, it's really weird. So next time, I, I, next time I'm going to look and I'm going to like reusing stuff from 2017 again, are we? <laughs> freaking go ahead, man. Like, <laughs> I've seen him play, he play tests it. Like it's I smart. Do. 
but like i've seen him because like i see every one of his tweets for the most part and i'll see him tweet something and then he'll he'll like tweet it again a few days later and he's so right like some days that same joke just doesn't find its audience and then yeah. like a couple days later it finds its audience and explodes well the, the beautiful yeah, thing about twitter is like when when i like it my audience sees that i like it so that luck of the draw, like, you know, if I see it in my algorithm and I like it, then my algorithm sees it. Like you're, you're hundred percent right. It's just, it's insane how that works and, and things like, I guess, to manipulate it. Do, do you, you just normally type or do you like post, like, do you find success with like posting images of your comic or like, I guess like what sort of tweets do you see like the most for love me, with? For me, it's almost always, um, my, your hair. my drawings, my hair it's too. It's, it's good, fabulous. I love and, it. And this is, this is, this is like not, this is like. This is just KO Ken. This is not even Super Saiyan yet, even though it is gold. But like, <laughs> but no, hair pictures do get me some likes. But is it KO people... Ken red? Yes. I must be like Ultra Instinct or something. Yeah. <laughs> close or, or like Rose or whatever. Uh, freaking. Oh, Zombasua. can I definitely be? Can I be Black Goku, please? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not go gonna get. Dude, what he killed Chi Chi? I was like, this son of a bitch. I was like, yeah, I've dude, never Goku seen that Dragon Ball Z. Welcome to episode 84 of We Have to Choose. I'm Anthony. Um, <laughs> <laughs> friends here talking about Dragon Ball. <laughs> Everything's perfect. Um, I am not sad that I... No, anyway, hey guys. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no. So for me, the most engagement, like my drawings definitely... It's like finding who you are to like them, I guess, to some extent. Mm -hmm. Like, because like, I... I don't know. I Most of my success is in my drawings though and probably my hair picks. That's yeah, probably that's like my success. Yeah, you get a lot. Even well, like we were saying before, like you get a lot of attention and engagement based on sharing things that you're really passionate about. Like you share anytime you share anything about Pokemon, people are suddenly like, "Oh, hey, yeah. Steven, I like that your, too." What's what's your favorite Pokemon? Bulbasaur or Arcanine, hands down. Charmander or Umbreon? Ooh, Umbreon's good. He's a close like second or third for so me. So my my story behind that is my grandma. <laughs> God bless her. So I loved her so much. I was so into Pokemon. And you know, grandmas being grandmas, they're like, okay, uh, let me get them some Pokemon. Got me Japanese fucking cards. And like, like they, they were cool, but they had yeah. like, over here, they had no value. Cause Yo, they, like, no every, every, I can't fucking read Japanese. But it was when it was still in the first gen prime, but ja Japan always, they, you know, they had their second gen. So it was second gen cards. Oh, so you were blowing people's minds with like the Pokemon silver and gold. They, they, like, they were like, who the fuck is this? And I'm like, I have no fucking clue who this I is. I can't this read his so name, it's in Japanese. Holographic. I still have a picture of me, like a stone cold, like it was a camo stone cold <laughs> shirt, a Pikachu like hat. And I'm like holding it up with my glasses, like Umbreon. Oh. <laughs> this guy looks awesome. That's all yeah. I know. But, oh, no, but yeah. I, I did a whole. This is Hulk Hoganosaur. It says if I spend two dark energy, you just you take seventy. That's what it says. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I don't know what this is. It looks like division. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was another thing that got me. I think honestly, that's Anthony like brought me into Twitter. So like, I kind of had like an unfair like. I'll take you out. Yeah, I had like an unfair birthing into Twitter because like I actually got like a lot of bigger accounts like to follow me like right away because I was like vetted by Anthony. So like, but then I think where I like really notched like my own was the Inktober last year. So for Inktober, and you can go check this out on my DeviantArt page or my Instagram because I don't post a lot on Instagram. So if you scroll down, you'll find it. Uh, I did 31 days of Pokemon X horror movies. So Dude, I basically took, go. I took it a Pokemon. So yeah, I took They're a Pokemon and I took a horror character and I just smashed them together. Whatever made the most sense to me. 
What was your favorite? Whole my idea, the whole thing. It was 88% <laughs> me and, and the rest was Steven. Yeah, so what like, was your favorite? The whole concept started with me because I was like, dude, Ivysaur looks awesome, but it basically, like I could easily make Ivysaur's back Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors. So I basically, <sighs> I drew Ivysaur with with, with um, Audrey 2 on his back saying, feed me Ivy. And I, I thought it was so cool. And then that's like kind of what birthed the whole idea for the entire month. I was like, this is cool. Can I keep this up all month? So then like, Jesus An- Christ, Anthony was so feeding me ideas, cool. like friends were feeding me ideas for the month, but most of the drawings, like like especially like in the middle, like there, I would just wake up in the morning. It was like before I would go to work, and I had like an hour to do one. So I would just like think of something real quick, draw it up, and I would post it. And it was hey, is that Majin Buu behind you too? Oh yeah, for sure. So so real quick, let me let me blow your mind real quick. You ready? He is Majin Buu. Yeah. Do you remember this? Look oh, dude, that is. Look how old have, that is. Dude, I remember those figures that came with the... Dude, I so remember that. Oh, my God, dude. When I found that eBay, 30 bucks, I was like, I don't care if it's overpriced, send. No, uh, that's... I also, dude, I, that was not my Funko Pop's hidden, but this is one of my favorites, too. Shenron? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I had... Oh, um, dude. Like I said, keep it a geekly, man. I see something geeky. I was like, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Um, Man, okay. We so, need to stop getting off tangent. Holy yeah, tw- shit. Twitter. So yeah, my, my, my experiences on Twitter are the drawings with Anthony. It's Anthony, mostly the like the amazing puns and the great jokes, but people, I mean, like Anthony, Anthony comments on life. Anthony, like Anthony has a pretty, I don't, I don't know if you have like a set thing. Like you just kind of, oh, I, it I don't seems really like kind of like everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah. Like he's just well, I don't, I don't to try the brand specifically. I'm not, I'm not so concerned with it. I, I like, I'm okay with compartmentalizing like stuff, but most of the time I'll just post whatever I feel like posting. And like, you know, so I, I chat with wrote, like I chat with scammers and bots and like I share oh, that was, that's a good people segment. seem to love those, you know, I, I just, I do whatever I enjoy doing. And like, I, I like, like interacting with people and just commenting and making silly jokes. I made a uh, Keanu Reeves account that was, that people seem to enjoy for a while. Reeves, dude. Yeah, Reeves. So uh, that's, you know, for my uh, Twitch side of things, that's exactly kind of how I do it too because that's how people get to know you. Um, yeah. And once yeah. I get to know you, I like you, you know. I'm more I, I'm more likely to, like, go out of my way to check you out to see how you're doing, you know, mm-hmm. to, to go through your tweets, to, to, to like them just because I want to support you. And that type, you know, yeah. you really can't put a price on that type of support because it follows you wherever you go. You know, it, it, evident with your comic funding in one freaking day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Insane. So uh, let's get to uh, let's get to wrapping this up because I mean I'm sure you guys yeah. you know um, well, we all have kids so I I always love asking this one question in particular and I think it's cool because we can get two heads one one stone you know mm. you know two I have a big head dude I don't know if the stone's going through my head I think mm. it's stopping halfway through um, but um for anyone out there struggling <laughs> you know to get their idea on paper to just do do make their comic you know whether it's writing whether it's drawing. Um, what advice would you guys give? And we can we can do this. You know, you both take a turn to, to answer. But uh, what advice would you give to those people who are struggling to just do it, to, to get it done? Want me to go? Or... Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. And I'm probably stealing part of his like part of what he's gonna say. But it's really like honestly, <laughs> what's inspired me so much and has kept me on check because like um, is practice makes progress, right? So like, don't. Don't like say you're gonna spend, if you're an artist, don't say I'm gonna spend two months to practice my drawing to make this comic book. Draw the comic book, just draw it, just make it, just do it, just work on it. Cause 
every every step you take is just going to be progress in the in the entire journey you know just sit down and like for like for the art side of it just sit down and draw man like draw the comic like don't don't tell yourself you have to to draw this character like eight times to make sure you mastered the hand like screw that noise like just start drawing the comic and like work work out your kinks and like go through the motions and finish each comic and as you progress like if you look at play it again side by side with deathless i still went through and pushed through play it again and kept it you know as consistent as i could and it's not my most i'm not like looking back now with deathless in my hands it's i see my own growth you know but i didn't i didn't wait to to draw like i did in deathless to make play it again i just drew play it again and anthony i made the book you know so like the practice makes progress mantra is like what i strive to live with and live by and be and it's thanks to that man over there so yeah passing the digital torch to you over here exactly what steven said that's that's pretty much what i would say i would say um as far as (laughs) as far as any of the creative stuff is concerned um i find it I find it most helpful to not be overwhelmingly focused on the the whole of a project and just mm-hmm. simply focus on what you need to do first. And if you take the actual objective steps to do whatever you can do with what you have in the moment, you're you're going to start climbing that that ladder. Absolutely. You know, you're gonna you'll eventually get to the top. If if all you ever do is focus on like, oh man, this this book, I need sixty issues, and if, oh, so it's a big world, and you start, you know, you'll you'll it's overwhelming, and you're gonna be just like everyone else who becomes completely stagnant and doesn't get anything done because of the uncertainty of like you know the you know the variables that you're tossing in the air. And what you need to do is just simply take the very first step that you can do, even if that's buying a pad of paper and a pencil. You know, like whatever yeah. the thing you can do right now you do it um you you don't think how am i going to outline 60 issues you think what is my idea and then you, you know you move from there i actually did write like you you posted a link to my uh, newsletter i wrote like a whole newsletter about like how i think people can get things done uh, most effectively yeah you know if, if you're looking to just get something done, i really think like just doing it when you you yeah. want to do it instead of waiting you know my yeah. biggest thing like i always held myself back because i didn't think i was ready i think i needed you know yeah fancy lights to, to get people to want to yeah, come to dude. my podcast and, and a fancy background for people to want to come when in honesty like it's the personality you know you guys it's, it's, we found that with our podcast yeah we you found that with our get two shits about my background if i wasn't entertaining you know if, yeah. if i wasn't if i wasn't i guess like bringing that energy you would care less about that it's it's this right here this vibe right mm-hmm. here it's um, the energy yeah. it's who you awesome are in response like- dude Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that I need to marinate on that. I'm gonna like when I get ready to listen to this again. I'm gonna marinate on that. I'm like, wow, dude, this is you guys both like some deep words of wisdom right there. And like, <laughs> man, this was such an awesome experience. Like, thank you guys so much for coming on here and just like, absolutely, man, giving me time out of your schedule. Like, cause like, we're we're all dads, you know. At the end of the day, we're yeah, all yeah, dads. Thanks for having us. Um, appreciate it, dude. For real, for like, and you guys, like, you guys, my kid was literally coming up to me, like, getting ready to say good night, <laughs> like, while we're doing our audio check, like. <laughs> And like you wouldn't even know, cause like, man, it's just and I before it's just so awesome. Before we were talking, like we were all like 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 easing out the nerves and shit, getting ready, and like, dude, this was such a fucking fire show, man. So <laughs> big you, shout dude. out, it was, it was yes. great, great on our end too, man. <laughs> big shout out to uh, Anthony and Steve for coming on here, breaking down Deathless issue number one. Let's get you on for issue number two. When are we looking to, to get the ball rolling on that? So issue one will probably be, our goal is to have it printed by like, I think it's June or July. Mm-hmm. So we would, I mean, while we're shipping stuff out, I'll probably already be working on the pages for issue two. I know Anthony's already started working on the writing. So, yeah. 
But the process, I mean, we never really elaborated, but like I draw it, he flats it. So he still has work to do on Deathless, which is funny. He wrote it, but he's still going to be flatting and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah. I, I color we, and letter are both. Yeah, he he colors and letters, so. And he does. I, well, I do like the flat coloring. Steven does all like the stuff that makes it look beautiful, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I letter. He gives me the. But, I mean, right. I I'm sure the way you guys got it is the way it balances out, you know. So that way yeah, it's not too overbearing on. Yeah. <laughs> we have but, a um, shot in the chat as well saying this was great and he's excited for Deathless more than ever. Uh, saying oh, great awesome. job, you guys. Thank oh. you, Sean. Thanks, Sean. We appreciate you. Uh, Deathless too, though. I think we'll probably the Kickstarter. We usually, I hopefully won't won't wait till march i think i think issue two will be pretty far along by the end of this year also like it's not done by the end of this year i mean we haven't talked about it but honestly we have another convention coming up um Mm -hmm. at the end of this year like september or november and that's when Mm -hmm. i want to launch i i I like what we did last time so we we just did our very first convention not too long ago when we launched yeah Yeah. let's go we did our very first convention and while we were at the convention we launched the kickstarter so we got to like it was like double duty where we were like talking to people about our book and then we're looking on the, you know, looking on our phones and like, oh my gosh, we're making this. It's that happening. is smart so as hell, dude. We get to, you um, know, so, and then as we're talking to people, we get to talk, you know, get them to be interested in the book that we just launched on Kickstarter. You know, what so I've seen was really cool, cool is uh, people doing QR codes for their Kickstarter. So like, maybe like we, we do your convention. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, fuck, man. He's like, yeah, dude, that's so cool, man. We were uh, doing sketches and stuff to get people interested. Like, hey, sign up, you know, subscribe to our podcast. I'll see will sketch something really quick or like. But look like how it, look how it worked out. It, it mm-hmm. you funded him one day, like, geez, like. That, how did that feel for you guys? First of all, I don't think we even touched on that. I know we're getting ready to leave, but like when you guys like started it and then you funded it in one day where you both like called each other like, holy shit, dude. Like, Oh, Played Again, played again was an insane experience, but Deathless, we were literally side by side with each other at the convention. So like, yeah, we Anthony's like, Anthony's like, funded at the convention? Yeah. Oh yeah, we were at the convention. It was funded within like an hour or two, I'm pretty sure, was, right? It was really fast. It was stupid. It was, awesome. it was so dumb. We are so thankful for people. We're, yeah, we have like actually... the best, we have the best So friends. how many of that came from like the convention itself, would you say? I don't know. Not, not much. I not mean, much. Well, like, well, like our, fr- like we make friends with, you know, everyone. <laughs> like we, we Meg, Meg was awesome. You, just like, you know, Sean, like we, we make friends with people. Oh, you say I'm your friend now? Like, I'm honored. Yeah, man. Join the colony. I'm honored. We're trying. One of us. Let's go. Let's go. Hope you like like ostriches, buddy. That's right. I do. I love them. Digging my head in the sand already. So, guys, (laughs) with that, I I, I could talk to the guys all night. I need to wrap it up, though. With that being said, big shout out to Anthony. Big shout out to Steve for stopping in. I appreciate so much love in the chat from YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Guys, most importantly, I hope you have a fantastic day fantastic sunday night we're gonna be hitting monday strong i know amy is looking forward to all the editing she's gonna be dying from (laughs) but with that being said guys i hope you have a fantastic night but most importantly keep it geekly